Luke Hilton joins us now from Bjorn Baker Racing. Morning, Luke. Morning, Luke. How are you? Very well, mate. Thanks for your patience. Um, I tell you what, uh, backing up from Christmas Day, it's not the easiest backup. How are you handling it so far? Yeah, no, getting through. It's, uh, <laughs> it's definitely not. It's definitely not the easiest. And uh, the older we get, it gets a little bit harder as well. Tell me about it, mate. Um, you're enjoying your time at Bjorn's. You've been there a couple of years now, and uh, you know I'm, I'm sure it's an enjoyable process because your partner, Rachel's a, a key rider for the stable and um, you guys are building a great little team there and the stable's going super too, which helps. Yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been a great journey, uh, Luke. And, uh, yeah, it's good to have, uh, have Rachel on board. We uh, we uh, do a spend, get to spend a lot of time together, which is hard in racing, uh, being so busy, but now we can make it work and it's great to... Uh, Great to be with Bjorn. It's definitely uh, definitely a roller coaster. He keeps things interesting, but mm. uh, wouldn't have it any other way. That's for sure, mate. Um, what are the highlights from the year so far for you? Uh, was it is it overpass uh, winning that Quokka or winning the Group One over there in WA or any other uh, particular races jump out? Oh yeah, actually the, the the Tancred was amazing. That was probably the first Group One I've been involved in, so that was uh, Arapaho, pretty yeah. special. Arapaho winning the Tancred and. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty special, and obviously being over there for the Quokka was a, an unbelievable experience. And then, and then topping it off with the sort of the Coolmore as well. Uh, being down there and being a part of that was, uh, yeah, it was unbelievable. You sort of look back at the year and you think, uh, geez, uh, how, how, how's the next year going to compare? Mm-hmm. Mate, where is Osmosis, the Coolmore winner? Is he back in yet, or what's the plan yes. with him? Yeah, so he's been back just a bit, just on a week now. Yeah, he came back last week, so. He's back in the stable and uh, he's in a couple of weeks pre-training and um, he'll be aimed at the Galaxy, uh, looking to go to the Galaxy first up. In the autumn. Um, and he's he's done well. Has he come back in good order? He's come back outstanding. Uh, yeah, we couldn't believe it. He got off the truck last week. He's strengthened up. He's really starting to develop. And uh, I think I think Bjorn's definitely made the right call with, with uh, along with Newgate and Derby that they just wanted to give him those few extra weeks and and rule out the races like the Lightning and the New Market were very tempting to go there, but um, gave him those few extra weeks in the paddock, and uh, it's definitely paid dividends. He's, he's a much stronger horse, and uh, looks uh, looks definitely scary going towards uh, the autumn, thinking the best is still ahead of him. And you mentioned Arapahoe too. What are his targets in the autumn? Yeah, so he'll probably look at trying to uh, line up again in the Tancred, so yep. it's probably the grand final for him through the autumn. He obviously... And he had a light spring and had a mishap uh, during the spring. Oh, he just had a, a definitely a couple of infections that ruled him out. And he only had that one run, so he's had a good break as well and come back stronger. And uh, yeah, looking to hopefully go back to back in a tankard. Runners today, Boxing Day at Royal Randwick. Baby Rider goes in the feature of the Summer Cup, and he's off a win. And he's a pretty tough stayer. This horse. It was nice to see him get that win on the board in Australia too. It really was, yeah. He came to us with some some very good credentials from overseas. It just took a took a while to acclimatise and and settle in, and and probably a little bit for us to to work him out. But I think we've sort of worked him out now. And you're right; he's pretty tough on speed stayer, and uh, we saw the best of him last start. And I think he's um, improved again. So I think he's going to be pretty hard to beat again today. We uh, are seeing it very commonly now. These imported horses coming to our shores. It's become a part of the staying racing in Australia, that's for sure. Um, what's the trick with them? Are they all different? Uh, does it depend where they've come from? And 
I guess, like you said, you've just got to figure them out along the way, don't you? Yeah, it's, uh, I, th- I think it's a very it's a very hard thing to do to get the right horse that you know is going to acclimatise, and we've sort of been ups and downs with horses like him and, and Dreamflight and Glunzhan, and sometimes they, they've got some great form overseas, and then you get him here and they take a while to acclimatise, and it's really hard to work out, so... Uh, it, it's a very challenging process and uh, I take my hat off to a lot of the people that can find the right ones because, um, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's one of the hardest things to do is to bring them and work out whether they're going to fit in the environment and handle the racing that we have and, and then get the best out of them. So I think we've sort of uh, just tried to do a few different things with them and it seems to be working at the moment. What about Race 8 Spring Lee? Is she set to run? I thought she was great first up there at Kembla. Yeah, she was. She's an exciting filly. She's um, gone from strength to strength. I think she's improved from Kemler, and I thought she was very dominant there. And she finds a nice race today. Probably just the only negative was the 1,000 to 1,200, but it was the right race for her. Three- and four-year-old restricted 64, so it's a nice stepping stone for her. Question mark on the track. She hasn't sort of been on too many rain-effective tracks, but we've been really pleased with her in between Kemler and today. And if all being fair, I think she's going to be um, very hard to beat. Gosford and Orange later in the week, a uh, heap of acceptors there. Anything standing out uh, that our listeners should keep an eye on? Uh, I think I think infatuation's going really well. I think she's come back better than ever, this preparation. And um, I think she lines up with a very tough race at Gosford Guineas. But I think just the way the map sets, um, Royal Tribute looks to speed in the race. I think she's going to be able to sit, out, sit outside Emmy's first up, so she might be uh, having that run under her belt just might be a little bit tougher. And I think she's uh, going from strength to strength this time. She had a disappointing prep last time, but I think she's come back better and uh, excited for what she's going to do. Would she be a chance for the Gold Coast beyond that? Or uh, are there yeah. any others in the yard heading that way? Yeah, that's the plan, Luke. So she'll go to the Gosford Guineas and then hopefully head up to uh, Magic Means for the three-year-old Guineas. And um, and then a few of the sort of older horses will, um, will try and make their cases. I think Frosty was showed that he's uh, sort of getting somewhat back to his form on the weekend. He got a little bit tired late, but I think he's slowly getting there and he'll probably make his presence felt up at the Gold Coast and Battleton Lady of Luxury. Those horses were sort of aiming there as well and uh, Philly Benita Queen, she's going to go the week prior to the Magic Means Day for the Magic Means Maiden. She's only had two starts, two seconds, but I think she's a talented filly. Uh, Frosty Rocks, who you mentioned, uh, second up there, yeah, he did he did improve, which was great to see. And I noticed that he was uh, doing some schooling over the jumps uh, pre that race, and uh, it worked very well with Father's Day, who was out of form uh, for your stable as well, uh, and he was able to find his best. Um, it seems to have done something to Frosty Rocks, although I will say that he's not going to make a hurdle of Frosty, is he? <laughs> it's it's one thing he's he's, uh, he's definitely not going to make a hurdler. He uh, he was he, flat uh, out getting over the tiniest of logs. He just <laughs> he walked over the <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know whether it was because it was. Uh, I don't think he realised it was the same colour as him or what. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it, he took a lot of convincing. He's probably do, been doing a few of them lately, and Baby Ride is one of them that's been out there. And Batuation's done a bit of work, and uh, as you said, Father's Day, and we did take. Um, Frosty's by far and away been uh, one of the the worst or, or one of the most green out there, I should say. So he's taken a fair bit of work to to get used to those. But um, definitely freshened him up for the weekend and just got him thinking again. And although he was sort of uh, uh, beaten 
you know, the last 100 metres, he found it a bit tough, but he, he's one of those horses that takes a lot of match fitness to get right, and uh, I felt that he sort of showed that he's just about back there now. Good to hear, mate. Nice to touch base this morning, Luke. Awesome. Thanks, Luke. See you, mate.